All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. I showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. guys welcome back one team one podcast guess what episode number it is guys <laughs> it is episode 69 Woo! come on now nice so nice so been nice. waiting over a year for this we've been episode. waiting for a long time for episode 69 guys so this is actually going to be our last episode we're going <laughs> to we're going to cut it off after this. I forgot where to look. I know. Second. We have some upgrades in the office. So we're doing a few things, moving some stuff around. Um, and uh, we're going to do this quite a bit today. We're going to zoom in on <laughs> Jack's face a few times today. Say hello, Jack. Hello. Hi. Hey, see, look, at, look at this guy. It's good to see you. You like the thanks whole, for stopping in. You like the whole zoom in and zoom out thing. <laughs> yeah, I can give you a tour of the office now. So, you know, we got the spring game going on right here. Uh, obviously, we got to do something about this window situation. Um, I have my Taran Matthew right down the floor right there. I need. I just got it in, and I need to put it up on the wall. So, lots of things happening. One team, one podcast uh, in the headquarters. The Courtesy Automotive Group head, uh, studio. Yeah, Courtesy uh, hiding yeah. down here. Studio, yeah, Courtesy's right there. Um, speaking of Courtesy, uh, big shout out to all of our sponsors. Bank of England Mortgage, you see him right here at my crotch level. Uh, Patrick Michelson, you're at my crotch level. Um, Bank of England Mortgage is a great sponsor of us. Uh, check out, uh, if you're in refi mode or if you're in um, mortgage, you're, you're trying to... Uh, purchase a new house, reach out to Patrick Michelson. I'll post all of their information on our Facebook page, but or you can go to uh, boemortgage.com. Uh, you can do a, a quote online if you wanted to do that and kind of put your information in now. Great people, great supporters of us. They, we're probably going to, we're talking about golf tours. We're talking about all kinds of things that they want to be a part of the podcast with. We would really, really appreciate you guys supporting them as well and letting the letting them know that the podcast came. Um, yeah, it would be it would be great for us, but yeah, um, great for them as well. They're they're trying to do some different kind of marketing, so I think this is perfect for them. Um, also, um, let's big shout out to Courtesy Buick GMC. So Brandon Lejean, so over in Lafayette, um, shipping out uh, Denali's like crazy. So you see his number right here. Give him a call. Uh, you can reach out to him on Facebook as well. He's very active on Facebook. Yep. Huge, huge Will Wade fan. Mm -hmm. So. 
I'm, I told you this a couple of weeks ago. If you want a fucking discount on a truck, call Brandon and tell him how much you love Will Wade. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm pretty sure he's going to shave some deal if you told him that the (laughs) podcast sent him and that you love Will Wade. He will make a deal for you on a brand new truck. So um, they're also doing pre-orders on those new, um, uh, not the Broncos. What are they? The uh, GMC. Oh, shoot. There's some sort of new. Oh, the Hummer. Yeah, oh, they're, right, new right. It is the Hummers, they're doing uh, yeah, they're doing pre-orders on the Hummers right now. But they were doing pre-orders of the uh, new Yukons earlier this year, the Denali Yukon. So right. they finally have a few of them that are on the lot. But also, he will deliver everywhere, everywhere in the state for you. Yeah. So you can be in Baton Rouge, and he'll like order it, deliver it, all that. So he'll take care of one one stop shop. Yeah. Um, Ether Insurance. I'm, uh, you don't even know what I'm about to say uh, every time I say it. I like it like this. All right. So Adam Emirato, Ether, Ether Insurance. It's like whack-a-mole. Yeah. <laughs> um, he'll do a quote, insurance quote right there online. He'll call you personally. He'll take care of everything you need on the insurance end. Uh, Adam's good people. They're also taking uh, Bitcoin now for currency uh, oh, for shit. your for your premiums. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, he's actually into Bitcoin. So he's, ah, yeah. he told me they that. try to be very, you know, um, I guess in the forefront of things that the insurance companies are doing. So he's also in the real estate business. He can kind of help you out with a lot of stuff. So reach out to Adam, but relief pools, uh, Ben Landry at relief pools. Um, he is booked. I think I need to call, I called him a couple of days ago. He is booked, I believe until June at this point, but uh, it's actually a good time to give him a call about maybe like a hot tub or a renovation of a pool. He's really, he's, he's an expert at the renovation of the pool part. Um, but he's been doing new, new pool and hot tubs. Uh, I'll, I'll usually post those repost them all the time whenever he does them cause they look beautiful, but, um, he knows all the guys in the industry. And if you know the pool industry at all, I had a pool and a hot tub done and it's the same fucking guys that go out to every site. And you're like, well, why didn't, why can't I just call that guy? He's like the, he's like the gunite guy in Baton Rouge. Why can't I just call that guy? They don't work like that. So every pool company just upsells you on gunite. So he can be upfront with you and just let you know, I, you have to, you have to go through one of those to really understand it. And then you're like, well, I could fucking do this. Right. So, but he can take care of all that for you. He's a good guy. Ben Landry, give him a call. Um, we have, uh, Bear process safety. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was one. trying to trick you up a little bit. Right. Uh, that was the only one left. <laughs> well, actually, there's one. No, more. there's one. There's one. one more. Um, so give Adam Barry a call. Bear process safety. Uh, process safety for plants, uh, industrial. Um, they can set up the training plans for your training managers. So they usually have these guys come in and they kind of do the whole the whole uh, spiel with them. But they actually work even out of the country. So give these guys a call. It's a great business in baton rouge a small business that is going to blossom into a huge business i know i know what he's got on in the in the in the plans and in the works over there um fantastic to support these guys now so give them a call at the let them know that the podcast sent you and then last but not least bogeys in baton rouge oh, yeah you can't forget bogeys mm-hmm. um i feel like we've been forgetting bogeys we haven't been there we need while. to go back to bogeys uh here's ellie our our podcast mascot licking uh jack's crotch as we speak so uh ellie she's a sweet dog she's deaf she's handicapped so she she don't know nothing she can't hear nothing um 
Bogies, uh, check out Clayton over there at Bogies. They're doing crawfish on Sundays now, so we need to go check out that, actually. Um, go get some frozen drinks and some uh, crawfish outside uh, on a Sunday, and maybe do we can do a podcast out there. Um, we're, we're actually trying to get in touch with Durante Jones. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing. It may actually happen this week. I know you have some. You have a test coming up. I have a test in the next two days. Yeah. All right. So you're co- you're close to finals. Yeah. Up, right. Yeah. Fin- I got a final tomorrow and on Thursday, and then I got another next Friday. Okay. So, so well, I may be riding solo a little bit until you get done. Well, possibly. What, what we'll are you see. doing? I don't know. You just gotta let me know. Uh, maybe Thursday. I'm thinking about calling Durante. Old DJ is like what I like to call him. Big D. I think, I think I'm playing golf <laughs> Thursday, but I can I can swing by after. I'm um, not sure if that's going to happen or not, but I'll call. I'm gonna I'm gonna text Durante Jones. We were waiting for spring to end, and now we are uh, in the semifinals of the old fashioned bracket challenge. Um, so I want him to come in and do some judging on some of these old fashions. So um, one of the big ones that we have coming up is going to be Stabs versus Overpass Merchant. And I want him to be involved, especially when we go to stabs. I want him to kind of see all the they'll they'll roll out the fucking red, red carpet for Durante Jones. Oh, for sure. Um, and I, I made a post. I don't know if anybody saw him, but um, you know, if after the spring game, we're watching the spring game right now on the yeah. TV. But after the spring game, I said if anybody saw him out, buy him a bourbon on mm-hmm. on us. Like you can just bill us. I'll pay for it. I don't care. But I want um, and I want a picture to verify right so don't just send me a fucking invoice i'm not an idiot (laughs) um but that's our guy so durante jones uh i also posted a picture of a a a, a chris landry just had a a baby uh, girl and i got a onesie with the durante jones bourbon club uh logo on it really durante uh coach durante uh, reaches out to me and he says, Oh, I love that. I need to get that for my niece. And I said, oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so waiting to hear back from him on sizes and I'll get him that, but, uh, go to, go to one team, one podcast.com and we can, uh, you can check out all of our merchandise. Um, but anyway, um, big news. We're watching the spring game right now. Right. Um, that was, I guess the biggest thing, LSU baseball is what it is this year. We kind of knew this going in, but like, I don't really want to talk about it. Ole Miss is coming up. It's about to be bad, 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 bad. Arkansas is right after that. Yep. It's going to be bad, bad, bad. Maybe even worse. Yeah. Um, The spring game gave me a lot of optimism. Yeah. Felt good about that. I loved it. I felt that was the most satisfying spring game I maybe I, have ever watched and in my the, life. Even the negatives that you could take out of it still look like positives because you're playing each other. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I like about the spring game is that obviously it's hard to. Um, I wait. What's the what's the what's the quote? Ben Stiller. I pass on the grass all the time. Um, is that name? Uh, Meet the Fockers. Oh, it is Meet the Fockers. Yeah, okay. it is. Speaking of grass, uh, Devin, you you may like this. I got some new flip-flops in the mail. Um, this is a putting green surface uh, from Reef. Um, they little golf ball leather going on right here. And then you can hold your tee. This is actually a golf tee. Huh. You can put it in there and everything. It's very convenient. And a bottle cap opener you can't at the play, bottom. You can't play golf in those, though. Um, I might try. I mean, Billy did it at one we, time. Yeah, Billy did it, and he shot a 79. 
<laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah, dickhead. Um, so, all right. Um, what up, Chris? Chris is in the chat. Um, the, the takeaways from the spring game. It's hard. It, you don't want to like overreact, obviously, and I get all no, that right, shit. It's spring game. But quarterbacks, we have to talk about it. Right. I mean, it's the... Rank them. Rank them. Do it. You want me to rank them? Do it. It's max and one still. Yeah. Uh, Miles two. Mm. Um, right now, I think you're still TJ three, Nussmeyer four. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the picks, mainly. Um, yeah. It's the, I, do, I just... And we got TJ's playing right now on this TV. No, no you look. Just, the, he doesn't I, do anything that just wows me. And he, he, TJ? I, yeah. He's just not accurate enough for me. It's partially that, but it's just, he just doesn't look confident. His arm strength is unreal. Yeah, for sure. But if he was accurate enough, it's probably not a stronger arm in college football, right? Maybe but DJ. He, but here's the difference: is Max Johnson throws a catchable ball, bro. Like he's got so much touch, yeah, and he knows exactly where to put things. And I think with this offense and like a lot of these timing routes, he he reminds me. This is a weird, um, a weird uh, comparison, but he reminds me of Danny Werfel at Florida where basically it was a lot of timing routes and he could put it right on the money. And I know Max wasn't accurate in that first half, but that second half, he was just lights out. Yeah. Um, I watched the, actually watched the spring game for the first time today. I do have some, some um, behind the scenes news that I've found out. Oh, what's that? Um, Miles Brennan was not happy at all about not being a starter in this game. Okay. Um, was like, Upset, yeah. not happy, angry. Um, right. And so some of the emotion that you saw out there was a lot of that. Like, cool. fucking right. Yes, I'm supposed to be the starter. Fucking and love like, that. Exactly. I love that. I love that there's a I, competition. Don't you, that was the first, that was the most personality I think Miles Brown has Absolutely. ever shown was that day. Yep. Uh, and it was, it was he, he, he kind of picked up where he left off in the Missouri game. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, he just he was he was hot as hell in that game, and then he came out uh, on Saturday and he was you know I mean he I, he didn't have his best day I wouldn't say but right I mean you know he he slung it he slung it pretty good. I think the competition is the best thing to happen to him. So yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, and actually for Max too because I think yeah I think Max is um, a confident guy as well, but he's probably not going to show like like what miles was showing on yeah. the field that day. But you know, it actually felt like uh, the energy that miles brought in that second quarter. You kind of saw max match that yeah. energy. And I think in that's the third. I think I that's, thought that was, that was one of the coolest it, parts if of the whole max thing. Wouldn't have, it wouldn't have looked as good as he did in that second half. Then obviously the things would right. have changed, and, but you know, I mean a big part for him looking good was uh John Trey stepped up. Absolutely. Right there. Oh, that's another, that's to me, that's the second biggest thing of this whole spring game was yeah. uh, the Possibly. emergence of John Trey Kirkland. John Trey I mean, Kirkland. Uh, and you want to talk about someone else that stepped up was uh, I thought Dwight McLaughlin looked. Oh, awesome. absolutely. Dude, he looked Jay Ward awesome. and Dwight McLaughlin are like, yeah, you, you know where that comes from that Florida game. It yeah. was like that. Yeah. They were all over the fucking right. field. And McLaughlin had a lot of, a lot of, uh, he got beat a lot against Florida and against Ole Miss, but he also had a lot of really good plays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, on Saturday, he was, he was man to man with, uh, Kayshawn a lot. 
So, I mean, that's just tough. I just that's, had a feeling. That's just a brutal assignment. I had a feeling with Durante Jones coming in that these DBs were just uh, – and it was uh, it's a different scheme, loose. obviously. They just and it's loose. Yeah, and it's not as confusing. Like, they don't understand what they need to be doing. Like, I just yeah. – I, I, you just needed a good fucking coach. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, that's how bad the fucking coaching was. Yeah, I mean, and like, you almost don't even need a good coach. You just need one that's, at the very least, not going to get in the way. Right. And I think we can both agree that Durante Jones is at the very least not going to get in the way of these players. Right. I mean, you know, scheme is yet to be seen, but we know that they're at least going to be flying around the field, um, which is huge. Yeah, I mean, we had like even with Dave Aranda, you know, I didn't think that 2017 defense was that great uh, in the secondary. I mean, you had, I guess, a freshman Grant Delpit. Your best corner was Dante Jackson. You had Mm -hmm. Kevin Tolliver who's I don't even think in the NFL anymore. Right. Uh, you know, we weren't loaded with talent like we normally are that year. And that, that towards the end of that season, I mean, the thing about the Auburn game, we shut them out for three for the last three quarters of that game. I thought that defense ended up being real good. Um, and something I've been thinking the past few months is like, why we all are saying like, I just want the defense to be, uh, you know, to just be a good enough to let the offense succeed. Uh, well, that's how we were in ni- 2019. Why can't we just have an elite defense? <laughs> yeah, I think we can do both. Like, let's have an elite defense. Like, yeah, is but that- is there really anything's called like an elite defense anymore? Sure. I mean, with I with- mean Alabama last year. I mean, they still gave up it's a just, lot of you, stuff. You have to think about elite defenses differently. I mean, they gave. Up- I agree. I agree. Alabama had the best defense in the country last year. You d- you agree, right? Yeah, they give up 19 points a game. That's not normal, right? That's I mean, that's just that's just how it is, though. Now. Right, a 20 point. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. I, I think people's thoughts of elite defense are, are different now than yeah. Well, I should say some people will still bitch and complain with a 20 point per game defense and um, because they don't know any better. Right. And, but and I agree. Not worried about people that don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, right. I want to. I want a 30 to 20 average. Yeah, like I think that's, I mean, you're 30's, ten and one. Thirty's pretty high, but yeah, 20. for this offense, huh? For this offense, yeah, thirty's pretty high. Thirty? Thirty's pretty bad. Thirty's pretty bad defense. No, no, no. Thirty, thirty offense, twenty defense is what I'm saying. Oh wait, wait. wait. If you can get to a thirty to twenty offense to defense ratio, like, I mean, I don't see any reason why this offense can't average forty points a game. I agree. And. I mean, I, I don't, don't, I don't know if they're going to get to that level, but yeah, I agree with you. Like, I mean, we I think you need you, you need some. I think you need some. Um, we didn't see all of our running backs, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. we need some supplemental. You know, John Kirkland balling out was great, but that I think nice. you need a little bit more. Uh, I want to see these young guys stepping in, especially There's the no, wide receivers. Was Trey Palmer not there? Or uh, he, he was out. Okay, he was out. In that Coy game. Moore, I thought looked really good. They just didn't get the ball thrown to him too much. The, the freshman wide receivers, you don't, you, right. you haven't seen them yet. Deion Smith was there, but uh, he seemed to be pretty buried right so now. So Chris Hilton, um, Chris Hilton, and um, uh, Walker Nab- guy, Mal- Malik Neighbors. Yeah, but the Walker kid, Brian Thomas. Oh, right, 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 Brian Thomas. He's oh, better shit. than all Brian of them. Thomas. Right, yeah. <laughs> Brian uh, Thomas and, and Chris Hilton are your biggest wide receiver. Um, I've heard people say that Deion Smith might be better than any of them. Well, that's I, great. They, I think those three are all studs. And then, and, and then Jack Besh, our guy. A freak, too. Our guy, Jack Besh. We had yeah. Jack Besh on 
I want to get him back on again. Something weird. Speaking of tight ends, uh, Nick Stores was the starting tight end. Did you notice that? Uh, well, I don't know where Cord, uh, Cole Taylor was. Cole but, Taylor um, played. There's rumblings. He didn't um, get in towards the end of the game. There's rumblings from uh, Jake Bambino, our favorite um, oh, yeah. podcaster, um, about uh, Eric Gilbert coming back again. Right. Um, and it's definitely possible. It's possible. I still. I, I think here's uh, my here. here I, I, I want to. I'm looking at the camera, and I will just tell you right now. Eric Gilbert can come back all he wants. He probably. And now when I say probably, it's probably like 90%. He will not be fucking eligible this year. He won't. I know too much about it. I think it'll be a half season. I really do. Knowing what we know, um, I, I think I think they'll I think I don't that mess- man right there, Coach O is gonna figure out a way to make it a half season. Well, that's fine. Um I, I, I just I don't want people to have these expectations that he's just gonna come walk on a campus and then he's gonna be starting uh, first game of the season. I, I don't, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a it, lot of hurdles that he has to walk, go through if he comes back here. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I do just, I mean, I think it's interesting, though, that uh, Nick Stores is a starter. The, right when I saw that, I was like, man. Yeah, I saw him called Kiss First Pass. I, I didn't like, know if it was a rotation deal or what. Like, but, but yeah, but still, I was just thinking, like, shit, Jack Bash is really just going to come in and start. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, well, he, I mean, he'll be more like an H back role, like where he'll he'll be out in the slot and things like that. That's what I see yeah. out of Jack Besh. But, yeah. um, but I mean, if that's if that's our best tight end, I mean, like Jack Besh is did, a million times better as a did receiver. You, did, uh, here's what I took away from the the even the first drive of the game that the offensive sets are back. Yeah, the 2019 offense is back. Motion, motion yeah. with the running backs. 2020. So much. I don't know the running backs. Who, who decided that it was in our best interest to change anything that right. we did in 2019? Right. But obviously we did. Um, it wasn't like drastic changes or anything like that. But it was just like subtle changes mm-hmm. that you could just tell that were going to make us less explosive. Now it's back. You can kind of see that. You got your bunch sets. You got the motion. You can kind of see if they're man-to-man, your zone. You got guys going out. I mean, I didn't see hardly any. I think I saw one uh, six-man protection. Uh, Other than that, I saw no seven-man protection. Yeah, Um, but... um, I know offensive line could be an issue. Offensive line is an issue, but I think the reason there was no seven-man protection is because there was no blitzing. Right. Well, I, that was my other thing. Was next that, time I watch, I'm actually going to go and I'm going to write down every single time they blitz. I bet well, you they didn't on one hand. But I think they said that they weren't going to blitz this in this like game. at all. Yeah. Oh, so there was a lot of four man rushes. Right. We were still getting beat on four man <laughs> rushes. That pressure, man. Yeah. Holy cow. We we would have uh we would have some pressure on a four man rush. Yeah. Where a quarterback would have to step up, and there was a couple of times where they blew it dead. Yeah. Uh, Nussmeyer was one where I remember where they blew it dead, and he made this fucking killer throw to the sideline. Do you remember that? Oh, one? Oh, I do remember that. Oh my god, it, it was just. I was like, oh, hello. The guy, guy was out of bounds. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Holy shit, man. That, Welcome to college football, the, Garrett uh, Nussmeyer. The uh, Baker Mayfield comparison. That That's great. Baker Mayfield. I, I, I felt it on that one. I haven't seen the Johnny Manziel quite yet. But the like, jo- they were saying Johnny Manziel. He on the said TV. Johnny Manziel. I was I like, know. Calm down, guys. 
no, no, chill out. I think I was actually they took that from Coach O though. I think Coach O said that too. Yeah. Also, Coach O, chill out. Um, but defensively, I I had nothing but positives. Um, you're yeah, getting you're getting off the field. You're getting turnovers. Um, you're getting some pressure on the quarterback, and I know that you can get more because they didn't show any fucking blitzes. Right. So I know you can get more. Right. Uh, yeah. Jared small was a starting linebacker. We you, are, have, you have no idea how happy that made me. I know you're Jared a big Catholic like guy. So Holy shit. we're trying I mean, to get Jared I, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently we got to reach out to, we can't talk to the players. I know we can't talk to the players anymore. We have to, LSU shut us down. Cody, Cody, Cody Warsham. He's just such a ball buster. <laughs> Cody, uh, <laughs> um, assholes. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that was awesome to see Jared. And then he got the he got the interception. I was I thought he was going to return it, but uh, yeah. Uh, so no. you're missing Bug Strong, who will probably be right. your starter. You're missing Bug. Uh, you're, you're also missing, missing Mike Jones and Elias Ricks. And Elias Ricks. Right. Yeah, oh, dude, I completely forgot about Mike Jones. Yeah, Mike Jones is going to be wow. starting probably. Wow. Yeah. So you're you're. You're wow. close to loaded here. Dude, this defense is sick. I agree. I agree. And Man, we really didn't see much of Jones. Mason Smith. No, not much. I think he's going to be started, though. Don't you think you know? he's starting? I think he's a starter. I, I mean, think, there's a lot of hype around I think this kid. The, I think the two guys that were starting will not be the two starters. It was uh, Glenn Logan and Neil Farrell. I think Man. it's going to be Mason that is Smith. Tough. I think it's going to be Mason Smith and uh, Jaqueline Roy. Man, that's fucking tough for a guy like Glenn Logan. He, I mean, he could have <laughs> gone to the draft. Like, I, I don't yeah, know if he would have been drafted, been, he, but like maybe been low. Like a fifth, sixth. Still, he would have been yeah, drafted. No, he would have been drafted. I like, what happens gonna, if he doesn't start this year? Really don't think he's going to start this year. <laughs> really, really don't think. I, don't, um, I just don't see how he can fend off Mason Smith. I mean, that dude's a freak. Yeah, but have we seen anything of. Like, is this one of those hype machines? This year, this is like the hype machine of of twenty twenty one. The I Mason know. Smith hype machine. The, I just think this last is year a, was Miles Brennan. This is the first time <laughs> I can remember us having like a defensive tackle like this since Glenn Dorsey. Yeah, but even as a freshman, Glenn Dorsey wasn't like the the man. Sure, but I just mean like a guy that's a defensive tackle that's going to be a first round pick. Like if he doesn't, if he doesn't battle injuries. Yeah, and even Glenn Dorsey battled injuries. That's how good Glenn Dorsey was. But. Yeah. Um, Glenn Dorsey may just, have been better as a junior than a senior. Mason Smith just reminds me of like every single starting Alabama defensive lineman for the past 10 years. Yeah, but the, some of those guys don't actually – like for defensive line, some of those guys don't actually hit the field in a heavy level until right, sophomore, junior year. But that's year. because Alabama has millions of those. Yeah, that goes we back to our roster management questions had, of like why the fuck does Alabama have all these guys that can stick around? Because they Well, because Alabama recruits better. Well, they pay uh, more, the, too. On the defensive line and offensive line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they pay better. Right. Yeah. I am opening our Old Forester Statesman right now, guys. Uh, 95 proof. Um, I, I kind of had to restock my little uh, bar in the uh, in the office right now. Um, <laughs> if you're an opposing QB, who are you throwing at, Ricks or Stingley? Whew. I guess you got to throw at Nudie. What was that? McLaughlin. That's his name? Yeah, his nickname's Nudie. Nudie? Nudie. Uh, we'll ask him why. <laughs> um, I guess you got I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd figure out if, if Flot's on the field, I'd throw it him. That's right. You need to go to the slot. Right. Uh, line up your receiver. Kind of like how um, uh, they did with uh, with uh, Devontae Smith. 
just line them up in the slot to where you can get around around all of them. Right. And hopefully, uh, Bo Pelini's coaching the defense. So, um, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody uh, can make fucking adjustments on that or anything. I mean, I. <laughs> Did you see any of that Alabama? Oh man, game? God! I just mentioned Bo Pelini, and I want to drink this whole bottle. <laughs> Let me take a sip. Bo Pelini, here you go. <laughs> what would the Bo Pelini Club be like based on? The Bo Pelini set on my couch club. Bo Pelini Tequila Club. <laughs> um, throw up club. Um. So yeah, I, I thought we looked far and away better on defense. Yeah. And it was just so obvious no at, at, you know, midway in the game. I'm just like, that's just, I feel so much all better 2020 was, was just terrible coaching, terrible communication. Yeah. You're completely, you've completely whiffed with the players. Mm-hmm. And now here you are, you've picked up the pieces. So you could see a 2019. And I can say this even after the fucking spring game. 2019 to 2020 was like one of the biggest. Um, uh, how do you, what do you say? Um, uh, cliffs. Yeah, I mean downfalls of yeah. a program. Right. And now you're going to see 2020 to 2021 as one of the up climbs, like sure. one of the biggest like improvements yeah. of a team from five and five. I mean, I could see right. us. I, I predicted us. I, I sent the one team I and mean, go check out one team guys. We were starting a new brand here. So um, I did a sec rankings based on like some post spring results. And I think that we're second in the sec prediction wise behind Alabama still. I think so too. Uh, Bryce Young looks fantastic. I think that, I think we're a legit top 10 team. <laughs> uh Bryce Young, you, you were so? you were all on the Bryce Young hype train last, last year. Last year, right. They and were, I watched the spring game. You what? You thought he looked really good? Yeah. I I mean, I, I mean, he's got he, all the skills. I thought I he mean. looked good. I didn't think he looked polished though. I was surprised about that after he's been there for a year. You think he just needs more snaps? Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised and then dude, if he gets hurt I don't know what the hell they're going to do after him because I thought that I forget his name, Kyle something, uh, the second guy. I thought he looked terrible. Really? Yeah, he just looks like I didn't watch him after and just Um, like their their QB room looks very very weak. I I I think this guy looks like a complete package, Bryce Young. Like he yeah he's so fluid. He's a freak athlete. He's fluid. He can run. He can throw. He's got a killer arm. He's like a Kyler Murray type of guy. I I agree. I I like that comparison a lot. Maybe not as fast, obviously, as Kyler, but not as fast. But yeah, he's similar size and all that. Yeah. Um and he can whip it. I mean, if we're being honest, he's a right handed Tua. Like that's what he is. Uh, Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. Maybe a little faster, probably a little shorter. Without the knee injuries. Right. Well. Yeah. Don't speak too soon. Um, we still have hope. The Bo Pelini Irish Cream Club, yeah, uh, it's cream, some kind of cream. I don't know. I don't know if it's Irish. Um, what is Pelini? Is he uh, Italian? Um, is Bear Bryant's grandson bad? Yeah. So that was he's the third stringer, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know if he's very good. I think he's a true freshman, if I remember okay. right. Um, so What's his I, name? I don't know. Oh, I don't think it's Bryant. Oh, okay. Well, it might be. I don't know. Could be. 
Um, but I, I liked Bryce Young. Um, now looking at some of the other teams, um, yeah, Texas A and M. People are really high on A and M again. Uh, right. New quarterback. I just don't see it. Like running game, you're going to have a good running game. Isaiah Spiller's still there. Yeah. Um, good offensive line because you usually do. Um, I don't know if they're going to be explosive enough to to keep up with some who's of these their teams. Quarterback? I don't even know who the second string quarterback is. But who, who's the starting quarterback? That's what I'm saying. I don't know who was behind Kyle oh, Mond. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't either. Uh, Auburn, Bo Nix is still there. New coach. I actually like this coach, Brian right. Harsey. I actually meant to go watch their spring game. I'm do I know. I need to week. do that as well. I, I think Auburn is actually a step ahead of A&M at this point um, because they're returning the quarterback. And I know it's Bryce Young. I mean, uh, Bryce Young. They wish they had Bryce Young. It's, it's Bo Nix. Right. But – I still think that that is better than what A and M can give them. I, I, dude, I, dark horses. Uh, I think Ole Miss could finish third. I in the agree. SEC, I agree in the West. Um, um, you know, and so there's. I posted this. I have Mississippi State last in the SEC West. Can you hear? No, my 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 headphones went out. Oh, I don't know why. You can um, hear out of yours though. Yeah, I can hear them. Huh? Great. Uh, Mississippi State, I had them last in the West. Yeah, I agree with that. I saw now, what you said about Leach. Yes, um, I think he's dog shit. And I think that the LSU game was the only game. Did they keep the coordinator? Do we know? Did they fire the defense coordinator? No, no, no. Did they keep him? He was really good. I mean, they, they had a really good defense. Oh, no, no. He was shopping jobs. Right, I know. But did he stay? I don't, did I don't he know if he staying? went back. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I um. But I think that Paul Tyson. Oh, Tyson. That's the guy I was talking about. That's the second string guy. Oh, so he's shit. I thought he looked fucking garbage. Well, uh-huh. he's a. I mean, he's a fresh. I think he's a true freshman. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, I don't know. But I thought he looked terrible. They're giving him second string reps. Um, yeah, I didn't think he looked good at all. Um, Mississippi State. Uh, people were chiming in on me whenever I posted that t- this week that Mississippi State oh, was... I saw a bunch of Mississippi State fans were on there or something. Uh, not ne- necessarily, but they were basically saying that ESPN had put out their FBI mm. saying that Mississippi State was in the top 10. And I'm like, the what? Yes. <laughs> if that doesn't show you right there what the ESPN <laughs> FBI is... I've had I've had so many problems with the it's FBI. It's so terrible. It's, it's so ridiculous. Um, Huey says it's his second year, so second year. Okay, so he's um, a redshirt freshman. Holy shit, Huey! Yeah, he's garbage. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, FBI had Mississippi State top ten, which well, is yeah, no, what it F- FBI always finishes with like the stupidest shit at the end of the year. Like, like, where does remember, that come from? You remember, uh, I think LSU after we won the championship, Ohio State was still number one in the FBI. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah, like stupid exactly. ass fucking shit like that. Like just makes no it sense. It wasn't always that bad. Something's happened. I I I've always thought it has been that bad. Um Something, it's, it's always know. wacky ass shit like that. It's like a lot of there's a lot of Big Ten bias in there. There's a lot of uh, it's maybe it's not Big Ten bias, but it's more um recruiting bias because there's ESPN recruiting rankings are oh that's right they're crazy molded into there yeah uh 
So, you know, Alabama has a bunch of five stars. Alabama could go six and six next year and they'll still be a top 10 team in the country. Yeah. I, it's, so Mississippi State being top 10, like that's fucking ridiculous. Right. So I have them dead last. <laughs> I have the, Arkansas better than them. The OTPI is a better metric than the FPI and it doesn't even exist. <laughs> is that us? Yeah, that's ours. The OTPI. OTOPI. You know, um, I actually have a, uh, a business idea with Andy. Uh, okay. And so, actually, I, Andy. Speaking of 420, uh, Anderson Powers did right. our um, he, he did our, our theme music theme here, music and uh, the and intro, the bump music and, and the that bump we did that we yeah. started with uh, today. Yeah, and um, big 420 guy. Andy. I, I probably shouldn't say it because you know I don't want someone to steal our business's idea. Oh, but uh, I'm sure, it's not good you enough. Know, you know, it's it's not. Uh, <laughs> so, like, basically, we take. Uh, the weather and if it's an outdoor event like we use the weather and we say like okay but there's going to be rain or something like that or it's going to be crosswinds and things like that and like you take the weather and then you create your own uh it's like a betting site basically but it, our numbers they all factor in the weather See what i'm saying you don't think vegas does this already I doubt they do it to like a super serious extent. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the overs and unders are for sure. I I think that was a bullshit uh, business proposal. What do you guys think? Let us know in the chat. (laughs) Uh, That was terrible. Jesus. Uh, Is this your elevator pitch? (laughs) Um, Okay. So. Other thing that's that's going on today is we got a new basketball commitment. Uh, oh, right. Will Wade is transfer um, grabbing freshmen. It sounds like um, he's going after guys that still have a couple of years of eligibility. Right. Smart. Um, and today he grabbed uh, the Ford from Cincinnati, Terry uh, Tari Tar- Eason. Tari Eason, right? right, right. Um, six eight guy, two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Good body on him. I saw a couple of highlights after because I didn't really know who he was, mm-hmm. but um, you've seen him play. But yeah, average, just that one game, average seven and six as a freshman, right? Which I actually I well, liked that. Right, I watched that game, and then I just assumed because that was the only Cincinnati game I ever saw. Tulane, so yeah, the Tulane. Okay, game. Uh, and I just assumed that that was the best player on their team. Uh, it turns out that that was like his career best game, but, right? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I think we got a a real good rebounder with him. I agree. Uh, freak athlete, another freak athlete. Uh, I don't know how much he really brings scoring wise, um, but I think he in the game I watched, I thought he showed a lot of like potential as a scorer. I I saw from some of the highlights that I saw, I saw like an SMU game, and I saw uh-huh. another game on YouTube, but um, very. Um, very active on the defensive end and then very active on the offensive end with like rebounding and a lot of second chance points that he was grabbing. Um, And his hands were very active, especially as a freshman. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously he's tall and he's got some length. I think it's, I think it's a great addition. Um, Yeah, I agree. So I think he's more, I think he's probably not as good on the defensive end as Josh LeBlanc, but he's actually better on the offensive end right. by far. 
right. than Josh Blanc. Um, but yeah. it's still mostly to right. me. It's mostly think, like it's going to be second chance points. He's an inch or like two that. taller too. Oh boy! What was that? Your kitty knocked down the headphones. Uh, okay. Uh, we got some cat problems. It's just uh, another day in the office. Speaking of um, the office. Yeah. Speaking of the office, it's the office episode of the week. It's the office episode of the week. So, office episode of the week. I don't um, know what you just heard. What did you all just hear? Uh, it was, was the it? intro. Okay. To the office. Oh yeah. So okay, okay. hopefully we're still on YouTube. I wasn't sure if you like played an office clip or something. No, um, it was just that the office episode of the week um, brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Um, so the office episode of the week is um, you said two weeks. S- two. It's called two weeks. It's called two weeks. Right. Uh, this is when Michael Scott gives his two weeks notice. Right. It's uh, season five, episode nineteen. Yeah. He. Yeah. He, it. The episode prior ends with "You don't know how high I can, I can fly,", fly. <laughs> um, and so this episode is those guys. Uh, the the guys in the office are asking Michael, "What did he say?" And he's like, "You don't know how high I can fly." And they're like, "Really? That's it? That's what you said? And like you didn't spit in his face or anything like that?" Like. Guess I didn't think of it as much as you guys. Yeah, you guys. It sounds like you guys have thought about this a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, what were your favorite uh, moments of that episode? Well, I mean, obviously, Scotch and Splenda. Yeah, is yeah. I posted that today. So, tastes like Splenda. Tastes like Splenda. Get you drunk like Scotch. Yeah. Uh, Best of both worlds. (laughs) And then, obviously, that's the that's the episode where he uh, he comes up with the idea to make. the Michael Scott Paper Company. Right. Uh, Do, did, our trivia question. Okay. Do you remember the website that he went to first before uh, to look for jobs? Mm. Damn, he goes in his office question. and he's looking for a that job a, on a is, website. That is like the kind of trivia question they ask at the office trivia. Yes. It's like that tough. Man, that is, I don't know. I don't All know. All right. So he goes in his office. And you, all you see is him in his office, and like it's out, it's out in the, like the lobby area, and uh, you hear, Roar! and Jim goes, "It's monster.com, not monsters.com." That's <laughs> 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 ah, perfect. Uh, um, I, okay, I do remember. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. If anybody uh, has any one-liners from that office episode, please uh, send yeah, them our way. Please put them in the chat. Um, yeah, so that was also where he was trying to sneak the. I've thought about this. So if you're at a company and you're you're leaving, and you want to get the um, the forms and everything, right. he was trying to steal all the forms right. so he can have like the actual forms and like change the. Change he's, the, he's gonna love, yeah. <laughs> the, the header to him, or whatever. Put the uh, the logo, yeah. Change the logo and the names on top of it with white out and all that, right? Oh, my! One of my favorite parts is when he's uh, looking for jobs and he's like, "Oh, I got a couple of offers or a couple of places that I've uh-huh. I know I can call." And the first one is uh, Prince Paper Company, <laughs> who he put out of business, <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, we're no longer in business." 
and he he crosses they're, them they're out crying the whole time too yeah and he crosses them out <laughs> and then underneath it well i don't remember what was underneath is uh he had a couple of like oh, options we gotta, we gotta go find that what i know were. we need to find out what that was <laughs> 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 oh, uh, but that's the office episode oh, of the week started playing two weeks oh look llsu Alabama, so 2019 what is this on uh this is youtube this is youtube so that was the next game on the uh after the spring game was 2019 lsu bama mm-hmm. so all right well there you go that'll cheer me up yeah um well speaking of that it's gonna make me feel a lot worse about max johnson well i i don't all right, so Burrow doesn't have the arm that even Brennan has, right? Sure. Brennan had a stronger arm. Sure. Um, and I think we can probably even say that Max Johnson may have the weakest of the arm out of the four quarterbacks. Yeah, no, I'd say he does. Um, but I think accuracy is something that he's going to be really good at, and I like the way he leads receivers and he gets guys open and stuff like that, and I yeah. think that's something that Burrow was doing. Um, I think he can run out of the pocket, which Burrow could do. Uh, we've seen Miles Brennan try, and that is just not his game. And then he uh, whatsoever he got an injury so bad he, that, that they have to name it after Miles Brennan. <laughs> How many times did they fucking say that know, on the broadcast? I'm tired of okay. it. Okay, speaking of the broadcast. I didn't know how much I didn't like Tom Luganville. Oh yeah, he's terrible. He's awful. I've seen him do cliche after cliche. Yeah. He didn't know half the players fucking names. He's a big recruiting guy. And usually he's really good at uh, the sideline reporting. Uh, I don't like him as a um, Uh, color color guy. I thought it was terrible. Um, Dude, it was unbearable to watch. Yeah. Um, So I I think Max Johnson actually compares better to Burrow than any of the other quarterbacks. Sure. Sure. Um, He's still yeah. a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I think um my big my bigger questions are I th- I think Max is your guy. I agree. I'm um, with you there. My bigger questions are what does Brennan do? Like say we get to the fall and you name Max the guy. Does Brennan transfer? Is he a, he he's technically a senior, right? Or did, is he going to be able to take his junior so, year? This is his red shirt senior year, and so he has two years left. He can't take a junior year from what he did last year? Techni- okay, yeah, no, you're right. Technically, he's a junior. Technically, he's a red shirt junior. Uh, no, 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 that's not right. No, technically, he's a red shirt senior, and he'll have the option to play a second senior year. Okay. It's so confusing. I know. It's very confusing. <laughs> it's going to be even more confusing as we go along. Right. Um. So... <laughs> Everybody has at least five years. This is just the way you have right. to remember. And if they take a red shirt, then they have six. Six. Now. Or if they get an uh, injury uh, red shirt, except seven. for the guys that are true freshmen right now, which they is only so have, weird. They only have five. I know. Which they're the ones who got fucked over more than anybody. They did. So I, <laughs> I, I still think, and there's going to be a guy that blows up, and we'll, we'll have to revisit this, uh, maybe at maybe a year from now. There's going to be a guy that goes so far under the radar that wasn't highly recruited. Yeah. Um, maybe out of California because California didn't play well, fucking I, football at I, all. A specific guy actually came to mind right when you said that. Um, he came from California, was Cole Lord. 
that ended yeah. up going to Texas. Yeah, that big uh, quarterback. Uh-huh. Uh, and LSU and everybody, tried to jump on him at the last second, right? And he didn't even play his senior year of football. Right. Um, nobody knows anything about him. Right. He's a three-star, but yet Texas and LSU and uh, all these big schools started going big after schools him. Were like going real hard after Cole Lord. There's like, going to be a few of those guys this year that right. They're just going to go under the radar because they didn't get to play football their senior year, and they developed from junior sure. to now. Right. Um, and you didn't know it. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see how the guys that didn't play, how much they developed. Um, and it's actually, I'm hoping that they didn't develop too, too much because that could turn into like, a, you know, opting out for your junior year could turn into a real thing. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Uh, like, like let's say Jamar Chase comes out next year and he's just so much better than he was. Even a sophomore year, they would actually when he was see the Bletnikoff. Right, right. They would, yeah. A lot of guys would be like, "Okay, well, look at look at how much that benefited him." Uh, maybe I need to make that same decision. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Joey Bosa did the same thing. That turned out pretty well for him too. I would say he right. still ended up being a top five pick. Right. Jamar Chase still going to end up being a top five pick. Yeah, I think um, there's only select guys that can kind of do this, though. Like, sure, but it, you know, it, it takes away from college football. You know, uh, if a guy says, "Okay, I'm guaranteed to be a top five pick this year," I'm just gonna take it easy. Yeah, you know, go work out. Go I think work the only on guy myself. that can do that this year for LSU would be Derek Stinkley. Yeah, but I still don't know if I think he's yeah. got something to prove after yeah. last year. Yeah, last year was a good year for him. Right. I um, think there's some dollars to be made. So yeah. and I mean you know prove that he can stay healthy and I mean, you're gonna see like in this year's draft we hadn't really talked about the draft too much but oh yeah it's in a week yeah the draft uh, is so quarterback heavy right now that yeah. stupid too a cornerback say you're the top cornerback in the draft next year I don't know what the quarterback draft is going to look like next year but a cornerback coming out in the draft I don't know where you're at I don't know I'm, I'm assuming you're top ten. I don't know if you're top five. Number one corner this year is uh, mocked to go number 10 overall. It's yeah. Patrick Sertain. Right, and he's a beast. Right, he's stud. Right. Um, Stingley might be a little better than him. Um, might be. But, yeah, I, I don't know. And that's actually uh, – Sertain was uh, projected to be the first defensive player off the board uh, at 10. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. This is supposed to be a very crazy, uh, like offensive heavy year, right? Um, at least on the top end. And I, I just don't think quarterbacks are as valuable as they're drafted. I think they're just taking their shots, right? Uh, they're finding think, guys that. I mean, is Justin Fields really worthy of the third overall, or Mac Jones might even go third. Trey overall? Lance. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Like, like that's those are the ones where I'm like I don't know about this right, right. Like Trey Lance over. Uh, you already see Carson Wentz. What happened to him? Right. I mean, but Carson Wentz was good. He just had injury problems. Um, and I guess he ended up sucking this year. This year he was just fucking terrible. But I don't know. Yeah, Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> that's Trubisky. The, that's the first thing that comes to mind with Mac Jones if they take him at three. I don't know. I, I actually like Mac Jones. I like Mac Jones. Yeah, I, I like Mac. Jones I think too, I think Mac Jones has played in a high enough level to be worth that pick. I think a that a guy like Trey Lance as a three, 
Right, Justin Fields, at least, has played in the high level. And yeah, he's got he's, the he's potential. Played, he's had some stinkers uh, the past couple of years. Like, I mean, I remember he had like 100 yards passing against Northwestern. Yeah. He just had some really strange games. So inconsistent. I mean, yeah, he, he had like real good moments, uh, like uh, semifinal game against Clemson this year. I think he threw for 500 yards or something like that. So definitely there's the potential there. But uh, I don't know. Like, would you take him or would you take uh, Panay Sewell or Jamar Chase? Right. I think I'd take one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, guys that I know are absolute well, studs. Speaking of, you get Panay to Sewell the... Sewell might be a future Hall of Famer. Well, speaking of, you get to the uh, the Cincinnati pick. Was that fifth? Yeah. Um, we just saw Joe Burrow with the, the uniform where he's got a scar on his yeah. knee. From the kneecap to I mean, the bottom of his shin. I think we would all love to see Jamar Chase go to Cincinnati. Right, but if they have an opportunity to get Panay Sowell and you need pass a, up on that. You need offensive linemen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go get some guys in free agency to be right. wide receivers. I saw a drawing. Uh, it was of uh, – so it had Joe Burrow, uh, Panay Sowell, and then – random receiver and like Peneso blocks and then Joe Burrow throws it to any receiver and the ball gets to any receiver. It doesn't say whether or not he catches it. And then it says Joe Burrow, random uh, offensive tackle, Jamar Chase. And then it has uh, the random tackle. It doesn't make the block. Joe Burrow gets sacked. The ball doesn't, the ball gets fumbled. And then Jamar Chase is just standing over here by himself. <laughs> uh, and I thought that was just such a perfect. Yeah, he doesn't do anything for protection. To, you have to. You have to get offensive line. Right. And actually, I don't or, understand or, why people feel like they need wide receivers. They got T. Higgins. They got Tyler Boyd. It depends on That's like not bad. Yeah, but what are you doing in free agency? Are you getting offensive linemen? If you're going to get offensive linemen in free agency, you, you can take the chance. Yeah, but you can't just go get a stud offensive lineman in free agency. It yeah, if you have like the that. money, you can. I, I guess mean, so, but uh, the the thing is, but you can also get them at the number five overall pick. Yeah, you can, um, and you have that. You can go get receivers in free agency. They're all over the place in free agency. Right. I just I just don't see you, why I, it, Cincinnati is like they're not like. Like their skill positions are good. They got Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's re- that's a really good trio. Trio right there. Right there. Yeah. And then I mean, you know, Joe Burrow makes them all better. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that um, the fact that Joe Burrow is on that rookie deal uh, that helps them for a few years to get to the level that they need to get to. Yeah, you gotta. That's why I'm like. I, Go get some guys in free agency if you're not going to draft them. Yeah. If you want to draft J- Jamar Chase, that's fine. But if you're not getting an offensive lineman, it don't really matter. Right. I saw someone say that if they don't get an offensive lineman this offseason, Joe Burrow should, should sue them for. <laughs> that's bold. Uh, I can't remember what for. But they uh, should, call Dejan Law Office them. if you do that. Um, <laughs> um, again, huge shout out to our sponsors. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, we talked about basketball. Baseball. We have Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss. We're going to go to Swayze Field, mm-hmm. and we're about to hit a buzzsaw. Arkansas is coming here next week? Yep. 
what do we need to do these next two weeks? We need to go two and four, you would say, probably? Uh, I would – If you can go one and five, I'd be pretty impressed. I mean, I think if you could – I hate to say – Two and four is probably – Two and four is probably realistic. I think if you got to three and three, it's a home run. If you fucking get to three and three, I'm going to feel real good. If you about can win one team. series, it's like an absolute home run. Yeah, sure. Um, I think you have to win one game of each series. If you don't win one game of each series, your uh, season is completely done. You're not going to get a regional. Yeah. Which that's kind of what I'm making on at this point anyway. All right. Um, I think you're not going to get a regional. I, that's my prediction right now is you're not going to get to a regional. Paul Maneri is okay. going to – they're going to part ways, whatever okay. you want to call it. Um, and uh, my pick is probably Jake Gotro from Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. No. And um, possibly Andy Canazero as your hitting coach. And, you know, I, I do think we could win two of these games these next two weeks. Two, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, I just think Landon Marceau is just – so I, I, fucking good. I'm telling you, I wish they would what? move Marceau to Sunday. You think he might be like the third best pitcher in the uh, SEC? Might be. He's got behind the worst the, rest, behind worst the, record behind what, the two. Uh, was he three and three right pitchers? now? Yeah, something he's like three that. and three overall. Right. Uh, fucking killer ERA. He's given up like three runs, like all year. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. And just happens those three runs were just enough to lose those games. Right. Um, yeah, so I think that Ole Miss is a buzzsaw. So coming off of the Mississippi State series loss, going to Ole Miss, it's a buzzsaw. It's a fucking buzzsaw. Um, uh, who's their Saturday guy? Ben McDonald For talked about this at Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, he was uh, Doug Doug. McKay, McKay, I think that's what his name is. I forget his name, but he mm-hmm. was like the SEC pitcher of the week last week. Oh, okay, he shut down Mississippi State. Okay. Um, I think it was like a one hitter, two hitter against okay. Mississippi State. That's the guy you're facing on Saturday. Gotcha. So, so they have out. another guy out on Friday who's going to be like a first, second round pick that okay, you're so also going to have to pit play against. So they have two studs on. Friday, Saturday, right? Um, so, at Swayze. Which right, so we can maybe get a hit on Sunday. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's right. why I'm like, if Marceau doesn't completely shut out Ole Miss, right. I don't know if you can win. Right. I don't know if you can win the game. Man. It's <laughs> and then he's like, how long can he go though? I don't know. Because <laughs> like you're still not gonna get hits. Yeah. Like you, you gotta get- wait for them to put somebody else in and hopefully you hit them. <sighs> It's so depressing this year. Yeah, no, it's brutal. like I mean, Marceau can go seven, and then you got Fontenot and Edwards, and it's like Fontenot's been in- inconsistent. He's got right. great stuff. He's just been inconsistent. Yeah. People are hitting him. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know how. I don't know how you can do it. Uh, it. It reminds me of Les Miles' time of of football, where our defense had to always play perfect to right. win the game. This except, is how our baseball team is this year. If our pitching staff doesn't completely shut you out. Except the difference is that like our defense had to play perfect and very often did play perfect. Our yes. Defense, this is our defense needs to play perfect and very often is not playing perfect. No. And you give up not if you give up nine runs to South Carolina, nine to zero is uh nine to zero. <laughs> that's a loss. Yeah. Which which side of the ball do you want to complain about? <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's why I always I always exactly. talk about with with Facebook fans. There's 
there's different fans. There's Twitter fans, there's Instagram fans, and there's Facebook fans. Right. Facebook fans are completely unreasonable. Right. They're absolutely unreasonable. Are any of them reasonable? Not really, but nope. Facebook is even worse than all the what other about ones. Tiger Droppings? Where do they fall? Tiger Droppings? That's close to Facebook. <laughs> um, it's kind of the same guys. It's, it's, the same, it's the same Facebook guys, but they're anonymous. Yeah, they're like, so oh, they're we need a hitting coach. <laughs> they're they're anonymous, like, so they're a little bit more We gave up racist. nine runs. <laughs> we gave up nine runs. The bullpen's terrible. Right. Well, we need a pitching coach. Well, we got shut out. <laughs> so it, it's always one or the other with those guys right. and it's like dude you can't i can't talk to you at all no no no. It, um, well, and they're all it's all confirmation bias is what i've noticed is that like yeah. anything paul Maneri says like he'll say a quote and i'll be like oh it's fine i don't care and then someone will say like like i okay this is exactly what he said he said uh he said something about uh helmers like doesn't have uh he's he's still working on some of his uh, his still second, working on his it. second pitch or something like that. He doesn't just, have a second pitch. It's just like a work in progress. And then I saw someone right under that said like, <laughs> Oh, well you're really not helping him out with his confidence, Paul. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This if we were winning, you would be like, Oh, Paul Minari just, he's so in tune with what the players need. You know what? I, I'm finding out more about Facebook fans more than anything uh-huh. is the Kim Mulkey argument. Um, okay. I'm, I'm a full Talk supporter of bringing Kim Mulkey into Baton Rouge. Right. Um, my concern, well, actually my question is, I don't know if Scott Woodward's going to spend 2.5 million to bring Kim Mulkey to Baton Rouge. Yeah. Um, I think he should bring Kim Mulkey to Baton Rouge and he should pay the money. I think it was a, a PR home run to bring Kim Mulkey to Baton Rouge. Right. First of all. I think that it would turn a loss moneymaker into a net neg like a net zero at least, right? Um, bottom line. I think she could do that for you. Um and I, I think that she could actually help with other women's sports as far as like building those up. Right. I think the whole title it would nine just, thing it would show that you give a fuck about your women's sports. Well, they not do about you, they do about you, gymnastics. Right, not that's right. Not so, that you don't give a fuck about your exactly. own sports, but it would show that you're working for your. So sports. here, here, here is some of my um, here is some of the the things that I've talked to Facebook fans about, and this is the Facebook fans. They they are like adamant. They're they're old. The Facebook fans are old school, sure. traditional, and they say, okay, well, it's uh, El- sure. it's. It's women's basketball. Oh, Jamar Chase just balls. Trayvon Diggs. Jesus Christ, that's the first round pick right there. Um, Facebook fans are the traditional guys who say, "Well, LSU women's basketball doesn't make any money." Yeah, and they suck. Yeah, well they they're well, they, they're they a losing program, right. and they have been a losing program. Even when we were good, they were a losing program. So why would we spend two point five million to Kim Mulkey for? This this is where I agree with Jake Bambino. You hear that, Jake Bambino? I agree with you on this. Um, I think that we should spend the money, and that I. Why do you think Baylor spends the money? Right. Why do you think UConn spends the money they spend on Gino Gino Ariema? Right. Um, it's because they they see the profit in a different way. Right. It may not be exactly to women's basketball, but 
it's so much of a tension span to women's athletics right. that they are winning. Right. Gymnastics. We lose money in gymnastics. Yet a couple of years ago, we spent $15 million on the facilities for gymnastics. Right. They're practice facilities. Right. They're not even like, we don't even use those facilities to like, to do our events in. I know. It's crazy. This happens all day. Long. We don't even use those facilities to do events in. The events actually happen in the PMAC, which right. needs to be renovated. Oh, yeah. No, I'm completely <laughs> with them. No, I, don't even get me started on so the fucking PMAC. Our problems with Kim Mulkey. What, what do you think? Um, what do you think would be more like better money wise? Uh, the gymnastics or women's basketball, if women's basketball what? was on the same level gymnastics as gymnastics what? is? Women's gymnastics. No, no, but like, what? What about oh, like, just like in terms of uh, revenue? What, like spending money towards the facilities? No, no, no. Like how much money the the program would make back to you? Oh, women's basketball for sure. Right? Okay, it's I not agree even close. You. I agree with you. Like um, the 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 expenses and rep and and um. The expenses coming out of gymnastics and women's basketball aren't even close. Um, and I think I saw that on like a report. I was pulling up a couple of these things whenever we were talking about Kim Mulkey. But uh-huh. um, the what I think should happen is you hire Kim Mulkey. You obviously have a, a an interest in, in an investment into gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, if you hire Kim Mulkey and she's making two point five million, Will Wade's making two point five million. Right, you're gonna have to make an investment towards Will Wade. Let's put up or shut up time for Will Wade. You need to put the money towards Will Wade and extend him, just like fucking Auburn did with Bruce Pearl, and just like how Kansas did with Bill Self. Extend him and say fuck you, NCAA. We're extending this guy, and we're gonna pay him the money. Just like all these other schools are doing, even though they have problems, mm. um, and just say screw you, we're going to do it. Um, but then you take all of those those three events, so women's basketball, men's basketball, and gymnastics, all use the PMAC. Let's let's put some money towards the PMAC. Yeah, I'm so down. I I actually had an idea. Like, what if we just tore down that piece of shit golf course that's over there? Oh my god. Turn that into. Uh, I think some of y'all that follow me on Twitter, you saw that I posted that. Right. Like I went to that fucking golf just, course. Just I can't believe of, I went there. Just get rid of that piece of garbage and then build a new like fucking. I don't think they'll ever a build a new facility. I think they'll. I think they'll just upgrade. Kind of like how the Superdome is. Like they'll yeah. just upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Yeah, I just don't like that. I think the PMAC is just all around outdated. Uh, just the, I think the way it even looks on the outside just looks fucking terrible. Every um, time I mention Kim Mulkey on Facebook, I get the PMAC needs to be upgraded and even Alex box needs to be upgraded. Alex box. And I mean, I guess it's not as good as like the Mississippi I, state and well, Arkansas or whatever, but hearing, um, hearing, um, who was it? Um, uh, Hunt Palmer today. Hunt uh-huh. Palmer was on um, Jordy Collada's show today. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And he was talking about Alex Box. Um, and he said, 
phone. I'm texting my wife. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I get a text every now and then like this and it says, we are out of money. Like, no, we're not. <laughs> um, something happened with your debit card. I don't know. Sure. What? But, um, so, uh, I know, like, great. So I had to check, I had to check our capital one account real quick. Okay. Um, so Hunt Palmer was on and he said, um, you know, Alex box is, um, outdated compared to, um, yeah. Mississippi state, Mississippi state specifically Ole Miss. Right. It doesn't have the same ambiance. Yeah. And I think it's not outdated. It's just like not as college friendly. Yeah. It doesn't have all the same amenities as those do. Is that is that right? Yep. Um I know Mississippi State. I mean the I feel like the biggest thing that the stadium is missing is bricks. I don't know bricks. I love how uh, I love how Mississippi State has all the you know, they just yeah, there's I, a lot me, of bricks. You know what I, I, feel I like think it, just makes it, is, it look so good is get rid of these fucking like um metal bleachers in the oh, outfield. Yeah, the metal bleachers and do part. something different. Right. Uh Ole Miss has got a burn. Uh, right. Obviously, uh, Mississippi State has got, got like the, the left field lounge kind right. of situation. Right. Like that's been there forever. Right. Um, that's their thing. Do something right? different. Yeah. Like I think that's what's that's what's needed more than anything. Uh, my wife dun, just came home. Dun, she just slammed dun, the door. Dun, 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 May dun. have to wrap this up. <laughs> um, um, all right. So let's wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> let's do that. I value my marriage. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Check out our sponsors. We really appreciate all of those guys. Uh, Bank of England Mortgage. You see them right here at my crotch level. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Michelson. Check them out. Refis, mortgages. Please, please reach out to Bank of England Mortgage. We would really, really appreciate that. Also, uh, we got Bear Process Safety. We got Courtesy Buick GMC and Lafayette. Um, he's got crazy good deals on Denali's right now. You need to check it out. Really low interest rates as well. Uh, we got bogeys. We have Ether Insurance. Yep. And we have Relief Pools. Check all those guys out. We would really appreciate it. Um, again, um, so we're going to be doing some uh, bourbon reviews later this week. I bourbon think reviews. I'm going to get re- I'm going to get with Durante Jones just liked a Twitter post. Ah. So I'm going to. Give him a holler. Uh, we'll see if we can hook up with him. Maybe get to, to stabs later this week. Sweet. Um, and I'll let you know whenever that happens. Um, and we appreciate everybody joining us tonight. It has been one team, one podcast. Oh, wait. Actually, I'm going to the... Uh, wait, wait, wait. I just did the going, thing. I'm, oh, you, you, turn, you turned it on? No, no, no. Okay. Go well, I, I, I'm going to the Zerk Classic this weekend, by the way. I'll probably do some, <laughs> probably do some videos. And I was stuff. supposed to have tickets to that, and I got... You know, they're only thirty five bucks for it. I, I'm going yeah, but on I was Sunday. supposed to have free a free pass, and I got I got a free pass. We it's got only, we got ended. I got ended this year, so uh, you, really? I can come with you. Yeah, come with us. Okay, good. Yeah, it's gonna be me and uh, the Shermans. Okay, so, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Shermans can, will be a part of our podcast we, yeah, crew. We can discuss that. Anyway. I, I was going over. I was telling them about how uh, most we, podcasts die in the naming. We stage. are expanding, guys. <laughs> so we have a couple of guys. I know Jude is in this chat right now. So yep. we're talking to Jude. We've got Devin uh, maybe maybe doing some stuff with us too. So we'll be uh, expanding here soon with one team, one podcast, and one team. If you see one team right. one over team. there, right. Right, right at Jack's crotch level. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one team is going to be something that we're going to be doing as a parent company. So um, maybe it's a YouTube channel. And then the, the Cry Me a River podcast, we've talked to right. those guys. They're going to be connecting with us. And I need to get in touch with them and kind of get a – maybe we can kind of sit down with them and, and talk to them about what Definitely. it all entails. But, um, again, it's been One Team, One Podcast. Logging out. We showed you what the GOAT was last year yeah. when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Let's go! Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast.